With a look at Radio On The Go Sports for this Friday morning. I'm Dwayne Carstens reporting. The Iowa State men's basketball team made it three in a row over 10th-ranked Baylor. Iowa State used a 22-6 run in the second half to erase an eight-point deficit in a 78-72 victory in the quarterfinal round of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Yeah, they really played for one another. Energy was great. That showed up, rebounding the basketball, paint points. Just thought it was a really good team win. That's ISU coach T.J. Otzelberger. The Cyclones trailed 50-42 to before taking control to improve to 19-12 on the season. Yeah, we kept great poise. We've been in that spot before. We believe in one another, and we know that for us to string stops together, things would come around for us, and that's what happened that point in the game. The Cyclones out-rebounded Baylor 46-28 and had 21 offensive rebounds. Yeah, it speaks to the effort, energy, enthusiasm, and togetherness of our group. I'm really proud of them because we needed all of them. And Gabe Kalsher led ISU's balanced effort with 24 points. The Cyclones had four players in double figures. We've got all hands on deck right now. This is the time of the year you want to be the most together, having the most fun. And we know that we've got a lot of guys that want to step up and help this team win. So just really fortunate to be playing the way we are this time of the year. And the Cyclones play in the semifinals this evening, 6 p.m. against the Kansas Jayhawks. They've met them a few times in the conference tournament in the past. Five o'clock is pregame here on KLMJ and the Cyclone Radio Network. One and done for Iowa and Chicago. Ohio State made the plays down the stretch and beat the Hawkeye men's basketball team 73-69 at the Big Ten Tournament. It was another series of losses to teams near the bottom of the conference for the Hawks. I, I thought we played really hard. I thought we executed fairly well. We got good shot opportunities. We got to the free throw line in the second half. I think in a game like this, 11 turnovers is too many. I mean, all the guys fumbling the ball and needed to come up with that one at the end. That's Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey. The Buckeyes controlled the tempo, and Iowa made only four of 17 shots from three-point range. You know, we were trying to push it. You know, they, they run sets. You know, they're not going to go unless there's an opportunity. I mean, that's just how they play. Uh, you know, we shot 50% from two. We didn't make many threes and make many threes in a game. Uh, you know, I thought we took good ones. I, you know, I, I wasn't like saying, hey, that was a bad shot. You know, I want the guys to shoot threes, and they just didn't go. And there were 18 lead changes, and the Hawkeyes fall to 19 and 13 overall. We got to the free throw line. We got some stops. We get enough probably consecutively. And, and when that happens, you can blame everybody if you want to, but I, you know, I have too much respect for Chris and the players that they have, and I think you have to give them credit. They came back and kept scoring, and... Uh, you know, they didn't panic. I didn't think we panicked. Uh, it came right down to the end. And Philip Rocha led the Hawkeyes with 20 points. Iowa was hoping for another lengthy run. Instead, we'll get some added time off now before the NCAA tournament. Let's take a look at some other action from yesterday. Big-time basketball, the class all 2A, 3A, and 4A semifinals at the Boys State Basketball Tournament were held yesterday in Des Moines. At Wells Fargo Arena, Central Lion holds off Pella Christian. The Eagles had a chance to win at the end, but the Lions hold off for a 56-55 victory. They'll meet in the finals. Western Christian, third seed Wolfpack, dominate Roland Story 79-61. In the 3A semifinals, it was Bondurant Farrar staying, um, staying unbeaten, that is. They defeat the North Pole Comets. Blue Jays win 54-45. And Bondurant Farrar will move on to play Cedar Rapids Xavier in the finals. Xavier over. Sioux City Heelan 72-59. to And the 4A semifinals, big school class, West Des Moines Valley had a big win over Pleasant Valley, 
eight to fifty-one, and Waukee High falls to Waukee Northwest. The Jaguars with a sixty-six to or forty-six. Pardon me, the Wolves. That is uh, sixty-six forty-six win over the Waukee Warriors, and. Uh, more state basketball coming up. We'll get to that schedule in just a little bit. And let's move on to some other announcements here. The University of Iowa Athletics Department will be covering now the entire cost of this week's legal settlement with ex-football players. The announcement came early Thursday morning, the House Committee uh, subcommittee meeting, that is, on a bill to force the university to make that move rather than use $2 million of taxpayer money to cover nearly half of the payout. Keith Saunders is Chief Government Relations Officer for the board and says that, um, that oversees the university, that is, and he re reads uh, that legislature's uh, a statement from University of Iowa President Barbara Wilson. After listening to the concerns of Iowans and in con consultation with the Board of Regents leadership, I have determined the University of Iowa Department of Athletics will reimburse the state general fund for the $2 million due to the settlement, due to the recent settlement. Wilson expressed appreciation to Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd for uh, negotiating the settlement and to the State Appeal Board for approving the agreement on Tuesday. These weren't Wilson's first public comments on the settlement. Saunders read all three sentences aloud, including this final sentence from Wilson. I'm deeply committed to our students' success and well-being on and off the field of play. And Nordman says lawmakers will advance the bill to prevent similar situations in the future. The Appleton Parkersburg boys basketball team hung its hat on depth this past winter, but was led by three first-team All-State selections. The Falcons were led in scoring by the guard tandem of Garrett Hempen, a senior and junior Gavin Thomas, and senior center Martez Wigley, an All-First-Team All-State first-team selection and All-Conference that is. And Hempen finished as the top scorer on the team and in the North Iowa Cedar League Central with 21 points per game. Head coach Aaron Thomas says Hempen always drew the attention of the opponents. Defenders. Garrett scored an awful lot of points this year and was pretty consistent throughout. And when you look at the percentages he shot from the field, be over 50% from the field. And you know, I can't remember if it was 46 or 48% from three, shooting at a high clip. And we all know how good of a free throw shooter he is. And the teams to dog him and that, and for his ability to score, you know, I don't know if he finished right around 20 points per game. Uh, was a heck of accomplishment and a heck of a four years for Garrett and what he was able to achieve and do and his knack for just scoring the basketball. And Hempen finished 88% from the free throw line this year. During his career, he became the fourth member of the program's 1,000-point club at Applington Parkersburg. Gavin Thomas was the second-leading scorer and rebounder on the team and was fourth in the NICL Central at 16 points per game. Thomas says Gavin and Wigley brought versatility to their positions. Gavin is our second leading scorer, obviously, had a very good season, became the all-time three-point baskets. Uh, again, shot over 46% from three, was over 50% from the field, which isn't always easy to do. He rebounded it much better for us this year and 80-plus percent free throw shooter. So those two guards to, to score it the way they did. And then Martez, you know, wasn't a back-to-the-basket post player, and it took us a little bit to get figured out that, but was capable. He had some really big games. We scored 20-some for us, and other games he was a great passer if he got doubled, and so those three guys, I think, very deserving of first team. And Wigley contributed 12 points per game and led the team with rebounds at seven per game. Applington Parkersburg finished the year 21-3 and in boys basketball, being eliminated in the sub-state championship game. 
The Iowa State women's basketball team opens the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City tonight with a quarterfinal round game against Baylor. The Cyclones are the three seed in the field. The postseason is so much fun. If, if you're a basketball person, it's what we live for. Uh, and it's, uh, it's exciting that our team gets to, to have that opportunity, and we're looking forward to, to playing on Friday. And that's ISU coach Bill Fennelly. The Cyclones and Bears split the two regular season meetings. The road team won both. There's a lot of us that have split or there's been some odd sweeps. And, and that, again, I think that's what makes this tournament a lot of fun. And whoever wins it, you're going to have to play really, really well for three days. Um, and, and if you don't win it, it's a great, uh, it's one more great opportunity to play at least one game at a level that you're going to have to play in the NCAA tournament. And Fennelly says there's plenty to play for, even if the Cyclones don't get to host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's great to play at Hilton and all that stuff, but um, I think the idea of playing in the NCAA tournament is what, why you practice and, and why you play. And with again, with what this team has gone through to be in a position to probably hear your name on Selection Sunday, I think is a great compliment to them. And again, that game will be heard on KLMJ tonight. Iowa State women, uh, Iowa State uh, men, that is, will be the game featured on KLMJ against Kansas. Iowa State versus Baylor will be played at 7.30 tonight, and that will also be in Kansas City over at Municipal Auditorium for the Iowa State ladies who try to advance. Also, let's take a look at the women's game that we will have on the radio. That's the Northern Iowa women over on KQCR against Illinois Chicago. That's a late game, 8.30 p.m. is tip-off, 8.15 pregame over on 98.9 KQCR. The Drake women play this afternoon against Missouri State in Moline in the MVC tournament at 2.30 p.m. for the Drake ladies going on today. And the Wartburg Knights ladies are in Medford, Massachusetts, and they are in the NCAA Division Three Sweet Six. 16. Good luck to Wartburg. They play Christopher Newport College at 4 o'clock today. Wartburg in action trying to move on to the Elite Eight in Division Three. There's high school track and field going on today as uh, it is the indoor championships at Ames. Iowa State indoor for high school, AGWSR, Dighton, Hartford, Grundy Center, Iowa Falls, Alden among teams having athletes competing down in Ames for that. And also the State Boys Basketball Tournament is wrapping up in Des Moines. The championships are today throughout the entire day starting at 1 o'clock for the 1A title tilt at Grandview Christian against North Lynn. The 2A championship, Central Line against Western Christian. Again, that's at 3 o'clock. The 3A championship to follow Bondurant Ferrar against Cedar Rapids Xavier. And the 4A championship tonight, West Des Moines Valley against Waukee Northwest. That's a look at Radio on the Go Sports for this Friday morning. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting. Thank you.